0: Welcome everyone to Two Button Crew Podcast, episode number three. Today we're talking about remakes and remasters. This is Scott. This is Simeon. I'm Ryan. I'm Glenn. And I'm Matt. Hey everyone, Matt, podcast debut, welcome. Hey, thanks. Happy to be here. Glad it worked out this time. How's life been for you?
1: Life's been good, adapting to married married life, but uh, that's going pretty well little bit of a change so
0: goodbye video games yeah (laughs) (laughs) but really the switch is good for that because you can squeeze the switch into places that you can't other other consoles right exactly yeah yeah i brought the switch down to hawaii and hawaii
1: was so cool that i actually didn't touch the switch so if that speaks for hawaii at all
0: (laughs) hey so you review hawaii like 10 out of 10 oh yeah yeah (laughs) at at least a 10 (laughs) Alright, any other life updates anybody wants to bring forward? I jumped out of an airplane this morning, so there's that. (laughs) Whoa. Wow, was that like a bachelor party or something?
2: Nope, that was my dad's Christmas present. He's always wanted to go skydiving with the kids, so
0: that's what we did this morning. Nice. Merry Christmas, 2016 (laughs) or 2017?
2: (laughs) That that was 2016. We just had to wait to do it until obviously the weather was
0: nicer and stuff, so... And uh, Glenn, how are things looking with your paper?
3: Uh, I am almost done with the thesis proposal. I, for whatever reason, decided to reread every paper that I'm citing as a source. Because the way uh, master's degree research works is you have to read a bunch of papers basically to prove that one, you know the basics of what, what you're studying, and two, that you're not doing something that's already been done.
0: Hashtag sounds like Glenn. Alright, let's get into the topic today We are going to be going over remakes and remasters Which is incredibly appropriate We've got multiple remakes coming out of Metroid, Mario and Luigi With the Switch's launch There's some definite remastering going on So, it's just very timely I'm glad we get to talk about this Glenn, why don't you start us out with a question or two Okay,
3: so the first question is what even is the difference between a remake and a remaster? Do ports count as remakes? Like uh, We're getting a lot of ports of like Skyrim up in uh, the near future. Is that a remake or is it just a port? Is there some intrinsic difference between them?
2: I think the mm-hmm. difference between remake and remaster is usually remake is like they're rebuilding the game essentially from the ground up making it look better and adding Mm -hmm. new features possibly where remaster
4: is really just the same exact game they're just like giving it an up res yeah that's that's the way i kind of view them with a a remake they're adding something more to it and Mm -hmm. i I mean i guess the line can be blurred uh, blurred (laughs) the line can be blurred (laughs) Uh, between them yeah a blurred uh (laughs) Paul learned. Yeah, Paul learned. Molkrup. Molkrup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you you have the the remake which is it's either adding something or reconfiguring the content. Like I see Metroid Samus Returns as more of a remake. Um, a remaster would be, mm-hmm. you know, something that they're updating the graphics um, and it's um, you know it's just polishing it up, kind of like Super Mario All Stars did, or when they ported the Mario games to the Game Boy Advance. And then like a port is like as close to the uh, mm-hmm. original game as possible, just so on almost, a different yeah. system for their requirements, with maybe a, a DLC added here or there. Almost like emulation at yeah. that point. Yeah. Yep. I see well
3: okay emulation is something different but you know we're not here to learn about pure science stuff
0: nor Um, do we want to learn about it
3: (laughs) but I I will stop you right there and and say that the Super Mario Game Boy Advance games I'm not sure that those would be a remaster by your definition because like Super
4: Mario Advance 3 had the e-reader cards and stuff like Uh, that that, you know you're right but then it becomes a question of usage does the the amount of people who actually use that feature warrant it being called something different (laughs) but yeah you're right I think that that is more along the line of a remake because you know that is a whole new feature that you definitely would not have been able to use um, before or anything like it existed so that is a good point yeah. Okay. So I think
0: basically what I'm hearing is port: the game stays mostly the same. Remaster: it's been basically upresed, modernized, and a remake: you're adding content, yep. modes, maybe that mm-hmm. kind of thing.
3: You know, yep. here's the thing: is I I thought about it a little bit, and I'm not sure. I really think we need the term remaster. Okay. Because. Hmm. Just listen to it. Remaster. It sounds like marketing jargon. It's, <laughs> it th- it's not being remade; it's being remastered. You know? it, yeah, I, I did the, jazz hands there. In well, case. I kind of get what you're saying, Glenn, <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, a remaster can be a remake. I feel like they can kind of oh. go hand in hand. I yeah, you know. I, I
3: think a remaster, if anything, would be a
0: subset of remake. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. hmm. All right, I like it. What's your next question for us, Glenn?
3: Our next question is, uh, when there's more than one version of the game, which one do you go with? Which one's the definitive version?
4: This one is really difficult for me because oftentimes I think, you know, they if they remake it, it it's hopefully better, but... Like if I look at like Super Mario Brothers three, do I would I rather play Super Mario All Stars or would I rather play it on the NES? I would rather play it on the NES. But then we look at something like Twilight Princess, and you say which one's the definitive version? A lot of people consider the GameCube game uh, the definitive version, uh, even it, after HD. Even uh, pro- well, probably because now wait 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 HD, now, HD I think dethroned it. It's uh it's the GameCube version, but. High def graphics. Now, yeah. do we it, and it took out the motion controls, right? It did. Ooh, so you know what? That might well, but here's the th- I don't it did know. Did completely remove Ryan? You played the game. Did yep. they remove like gyro?
3: Did they have gyro no, controls there's, for a- There's no.
2: gyro just for like aiming the bow and arrow and stuff, which is actually really good. So I would say that the HD is the definitive version. Yeah,
0: I would agree with that too. And I would have loved to play Twilight Princess HD just seems so close to the initial launch of it that i just wasn't ready to dive back in
4: yeah so and i feel the
1: same I, way about uh wind waker hd2 i feel like that's definitely mm. the definitive version because right. well, i mean not only they have the graphics but i mean you can go twice as fast on the the uh the bow and it's just overall a better game
0: yeah hopefully the latest release should be the best one and i think if it's not then that's kind of newsworthy I would like, say. If it's it, not, yeah. I don't
1: think they're doing something right. <laughs> right. I feel like yeah. there's
2: only a handful that, that, that's true with Super Mario 64 being one of them. I feel like the N64 mm. one is still better just because you have the analog stick. You don't Where like the... thim-
0: thimble stylized? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Super uh, Mario 64,
3: the, the N64 version is better. And it's not just because it's the analog, it's because a lot of those levels were not meant to be played with, uh, uh, with characters other than Mario. Yeah,
2: I do like mm. the other characters though. I thought it was more interesting with the different characters to like switch up playstyles and that fun stuff. But yeah, I felt like I felt like that
1: was great for people that have never played Super Mario sixty four, and it was a good way to get into it. But for me, since I grew up with sixty four, it was hard to play with different characters.
4: Mm. Yeah,
3: I actually I also just did not like the graphics in the DS one. I acknowledge that they are. I would say, in some regards, technically better. Uh, they certainly did better with uh, texture mapping, but, I don't know, the style had sort of that generic vanilla Mario look to it.
0: Speaking of N64 controls, are you guys aware of the new Kickstarter for the N64 controller? I already backed it. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yep. it's a,
3: no, I don't know what you're talking
4: about.
0: It's a good deal. It's only 20 bucks, and you'll get yep. a brand new n64 controller that is like modern layout simeon how happy are you
4: i i'm really happy um they remastered this this controller yeah Uh, speaking of now i i'm really happy about this now this has been done before we have the the hori uh pad um Mm h-o-r-i uh for the n64 which does something similar but if you look at the prices on those i think they're like 90 dollars a piece yeah so oh, this wow. is this is so this makes me so happy ryan did when you backed
0: it did that include shipping yes okay yeah. i'm skeptical about this product only because it's so cheap but <laughs> it looks like a great design how much is it 20, 20 bucks 20, okay and then so now they hit we'll their,
2: I, I believe they hit their first stretch goal. So now they're going to offer it in different colors as well. So nice. I might
3: actually have to get one of these because my old N64 controller is quite uh,
2: worn out. And I feel like for $20, like, I'm like not going to be out if it's not a great product.
1: Yeah, definitely. They need to remake that Donkey Kong 64 controller. Yeah,
2: they need the banana themed <laughs> controller is what they need to do right there. <laughs>
0: Ryan, I will look forward
4: to your review on the Two Button Crew YouTube channel. Sounds good. One last thing I want to say on on the subject of the definitive version. I think that the controller does have a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's something about playing Super Mario Bros. 3 on the NES, and I do believe it's the controller. Playing mm-hmm. it with a different controller just feels kind of strange. Like, maybe the Wii Remote sideways, but... It, it doesn't have the same feel. Like, with Super Mario World, I love using the SNES controller, but I can't really... I don't know if I can really separate the Super Mario Bros. 3 experience from using that controller. I don't know. Maybe that's just
1: me. Oh, I, I totally agree with that. Yep. And I, and I think that's why I like the NES and uh, SNES Classic so much, just because... I, when you're playing, you can just sense that the games were designed to play on those controllers, and it's really obvious. And Yes. You know, here's the
3: thing is when I think of like remakes, I think of stuff that tends to be a little bit more drastic than just your typical up-res. So mm-hmm. I think of like Metroid Zero Mission, mm. and that is technically a remake of uh, the original NES Metroid Uh, released in 1987 I want to say
0: anyway that's a great example yeah
3: yeah so it's like which one of those is the definitive version and at that point in my opinion when I look at those two games I say you can't pick between them they're not this it's not the same game anymore it's based off of Metroid but at that point yeah it's a quote-unquote remake but it's not it's so different that if you you know, you may be able to recommend one to like a, a casual Metroid fan, but you know, if you're a hardcore Metroid fan, you kinda have to play both.
4: Kind of like uh Star Fox 64. Being a remake of the
0: SNES game. Yeah. But yeah, there's they're so distinct because of how different they are, yeah. Alright, let's talk about some specific games coming out. We're going to be playing Metroid Samus Returns in no time. 3DS launches September 15th, and I think this was just a fantastic selection for Nintendo to remake because a lot of things in the Game Boy library didn't have that big of an audience, and even if they did at the time, it's been so long ago that this game is basically going to debut to a whole new generation of gamers. It has a very appropriate title. I think that Samus Returns is the perfect title for a game to be coming out um, after this long time without samus that we've had to endure so it really seems like they've improved just about everything that needs to be improved from the original game that definitely has its problems everyone that's had hands-on time so far has been very impressed so i can't can't wait i am really looking forward to it Uh, i do need to be convinced that the graphics are good because i think they could have done better with the art style but again the people who have had hands-on time say that the 3d really makes this game so that's good to hear.
3: So just a quick question, how many people here have experience with with the original Metroid 2?
2: I do through the 3DS Virtual Console because I bought it and I played like very little of it because I found it completely unbearable in like modern times, because there's absolutely no map and it's just kind of wander wherever. It doesn't give you any sort of direction. I mean, obviously, the original Metroid doesn't give you direction either, but you kind of get gravitated in certain areas because you have the elevators that bring you, you find the boss, and but this one, there's right. like no sense of direction whatsoever.
3: Well, and the weird part is, when you say that, is the game is actually really linear if you look at it because it's really just go here, kill all the Metroids, then go to this point, kill all the Metroids. So you basically have a single path through the game that just takes you know little
0: pit stops, I guess, really It's not like Metroidvania setup with locked doors and stuff like that.
3: Mm, there what happens is in the in the original game, you go to an area and you'll find like a tunnel is blocked off by lava magma, and so you can't go deeper into the cave, so you have to kill all the metroids before you can go deeper into the cave, but that's that's basically the only obstacle.
4: The only experience that I have with it is uh, through um, a little bit of playing AM2R and that's that's it I didn't I never actually got all the way through it but um, I did start it
3: man I need to get around to that because I, I haven't even started that
1: <laughs> yeah. and I have no experience with it whatsoever which is why I'm looking forward to it the most. I've um, played the first the original Metroid. 50 times but i've never touched the second one for some reason so yeah i i've played the game
3: all the way through for the record Uh, i did that years ago when i when i was much younger more patient man um (laughs) and yeah it it has not aged well i think that of all the metroid games that really need a remake to be made bearable by modern standards this is the
0: one that needs it and I think most people are just excited for it as a new Metroid game. Yeah. Like it's oh, new yeah. it's new to just about everybody and it looks great. So yeah. since
1: you have experience with it, Glenn, can I just ask like do you remember how long of a game it is? Like how long did it took you to complete it?
3: It's not a very long game. I remember being stuck. Remember I was like I want to say 13 at the time I was playing it, so it's not a long game i don't think you know it's a metroid game they they give you incentivize beating it in like two hours
0: yeah it's Hmm. it's gonna be weird uh having that 40 counter going down because in most games and metroid games you don't really know when it's going to end like you might know that you're on a quest to find eight artifacts but you don't know how many more quests for things that are going to be after that. Yep. So knowing that the end of the game is going to come at, after the last Metroid is going to be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if they padded the game a little bit, though, to make this one longer. Well, sure it looks they like they were going stuff.
3: to add a, a lot of new content because it looked like the intro
4: area was all new before you fight yeah. your first Metroid. So I I'm looking forward to this one. I'm pretty excited for it. I, uh, I do think it looks terrible, um, like just, just in an aesthetics point of view, but I've always thought that about DS uh, games running 3D models. Uh, I've always thought that. I hear you. Um, you know, that's, that may just be me being picky. Um, well, but- I,
3: and probably a, a big part of it is the uh, resolution yeah. because something I've noticed is that resolution really hampers visuals.
2: Definitely. Nintendo handhelds have never shown great when not playing on the actual system, because I downloaded the, whatever the trailer from the 3DS eShop and watched mm-hmm. that, and it seemed fine to me. But then, mm. yeah, when they're showing it elsewhere, it just doesn't look as good.
3: Yeah, well, you're you're watching like a uh, 400 by 300 or something pixel screen,
1: being blown up to your 1080p or higher monitor, so. And a lot of times, I feel like the 3D can enhance a game so much that you can kind of forgive the rest, you know. Yep. So hopefully, yeah. this will this will be the case here.
2: I
4: heard it's very layered when in 3D, so yeah. it looks really, really good. Ooh, neat. the The only the only thing that I'm worried about with this game is with the um, introduction of the melee attack. This is something that I'm really excited for. I know that they've had little similar things, but nothing quite like this. But the with the treehouse footage and stuff, I just saw people using it all the time, Which and in, uh, with uh, the melee attack, yeah, in in right. Re, uh, return Samus or Sam's returns. Sam's returns. Sam's returns. So I, I that's my only hope is that that doesn't get competitive, because or competitive <laughs> doesn't get repetitive, so that. I, I don't know. That's that's my only fear with this game. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm yeah.
2: sure you don't have to use the melee. They're probably just using it because they're showing it off like crazy because it's the new feature. I mm. know they said for some of the bosses it's going to be like built into it where like at a certain point you're going to have to melee them and then shoot them, but I don't think for normal enemies it's going to be you have to do it every single time. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Wait, there's gonna be bosses in this version? Because that that was one of the things in the first one. There was if you don't count the Metroids, well, I'll I'll count the last Metroid, because last Metroid's, you know, the Queen Metroid and all that. Um there were two bosses.
0: <laughs> I don't know about traditional Metroid bosses, but they basically set up the evolutions of Metroid as mini bosses and then. Well, yeah, they, they, they function in the
3: original as many bosses, but right. There was basically nothing uh, outside of the Metroids. And that did get old, because you didn't have those nice set-piece bosses where it's just like, oh, there's just one of the... For some reason, there's just one of these creatures in all of nature, and you just caused it to go extinct.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You have committed genocide once again, Sam Saran.
0: (laughs) Good job. I'm excited to see how they modernize it. Yep. Next up, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minions plus Cats comes out on 3DS (laughs) on October 6th. So this is a remake of... We'll just call this game Mario & Luigi from now on. But yeah, it's a remake of Superstar Saga from Game Boy Advance, and I played that original game. It's fantastic. Not quite sold on this remake, though, because the Treehouse demoed the Minions mode, so this is an added thing Mm -hmm. that you can play in the game and they tried to make it look fun but i'm not sure if it's going to have staying power and honestly i think the graphics look worse again like simian said 3d graphics on nintendo's handhelds not super and i actually think that okay i'm gonna
1: stop
3: you there i've seen the screenshots and everything i've seen from the screenshots there are no 3d graphics from what i've seen
0: well, okay, let's call it two point five D then, because the original game had flat sprites, right. and I thought thought they looked fantastic, but then they're trying to add depth to this one. You know yep. what I mean?
2: Yeah, because mm. it's gonna if it's anything like uh, what was it, Paper Jam? Was that the yeah? I mean, I reviewed it. I should know, but yeah, Paper Jam. There's it's like slight three D. Well, okay. Now here's the thing, Paper Jam. What the okay? The way it
3: worked was they put two dimensional sprites on 3D backgrounds. So the backgrounds, the environments were actually three-dimensional, but the characters were 2D. Uh, I don't think that's the case here. I think it's all 2D, which kind of disappoints me because I think it looks worse for that, actually.
0: It it does look worse than the original. Yeah, and it's a little bit of semantics going on right now. Like, There's not polygons, so it's not 3D in that sense. Right, right. But, it, but it, anyway, the takeaway is it looks worse. I am glad that people are going to get to experience this game, but I think that they could have just re released the original. Well, I mean, they of,
3: did. You can get it on the Wii U.
0: Yeah, so you can get on the Wii U. If you have a Wii U, that's how I recommend and people I play, play think this
3: game. And I can download it as a 3DS ambassador, so there's that too.
2: Hmm,
0: I'm not sure about that. I'm an ambassador, I just can't remember. So yep, it's on there. Now that I think about it, it's on there. Okay, so everybody should have this game already. Don't don't <laughs> give Nintendo 40 more dollars.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I re- like you, I really enjoyed the original game. I prefer that art style, and Bowser's Minions looked fun, but not enough to completely like make me rebuy the entire game. I would much rather just play the original. I,
3: I'm probably going to get it, just because I'm a, a huge Mario & Luigi fan. Uh, I love that series, but... Oh, you want
2: Paper Mario to die, huh? Uh,
3: No. no. (laughs) I've I've spent, like, the last three weeks just, uh, you know, powering through uh, Color Splash. I've actually enjoyed it, so, you know, I don't think Paper Mario's dead quite yet. I do think they should go back to the original style, though.
0: Okay. Well, this game is back when, like, Mario RPGs were pure and really funny. Yeah. Yep.
3: And I, I think... Part of the problem with the Mario, if we're getting into the problem with the Mario and Luigi series, if you just look at them, there was one for the Game Boy Advance, and it was really good. Then there's been like two for each system since. And that, honestly, well, now there's going to be three for the 3DS, though. You could argue that it doesn't count. Two and a half. Yeah, it's a remake. But I think they just make too many of them
0: yeah take a break take some time and make a good one from the ground up and make a good make a good Mario Mario game game.
1: yeah I I love I love the original Superstar Sega but I don't this doesn't get me excited about it if anything it's just making me want to go back to the original back on the advance and play that
3: yeah um like I said said. I'm, I'm gonna get it I'm probably going to uh get it for one you know i already mentioned i like the game uh two i've mentioned this in a previous discussion but i've kind of been not as how do i put it not as passionate for the series in the last few installments and i'm want to go back to see just how much better the original is and also this is probably going to have remixed music and i'm a sucker for that
0: (laughs) i I kind of enjoyed
1: the series up to um um, Bowser's Inside Story, I liked that game. And then when Dream Team came out, I kind of just stopped. Oh, uh, I, I don't really... blame
3: you. Dream Team is an absolute slog. I mean, yeah. Dream Team is weird for me because I, I look at and I think there's so much here that I should love this game because there is a ton of fan service and callbacks to previous games. It's not very balanced in uh, the difficulty. So, you know, previous games, I, I admit the series has always been kind of easy. But previous games give you the you know the signature mechanic is that you can dodge enemy attacks, and so they kind of telegraph their attack. Here, it, it's sort of like they do something for a quarter of a second and then hit you and laugh at the fact that that took like a fourth of your HP. Hmm. <laughs> and it's That's just interesting. That, yeah, they they toned it back for Paper Jam, thankfully, but.
0: Everyone look forward to not purchasing this game on October sixth. <laughs> now well, except for, for me, I'm falling totally <laughs> in it. Now I'd like to hear about everyone's favorite remakes of all time. So I'll start us out with Wind Waker HD, and maybe it's interesting that this is my favorite because I don't have the experience with the original to compare it to. I actually missed Wind Waker and I don't know how that happened. I think I actually wasn't a Zelda fan until Twilight Princess. That's weird, huh? I believe that's the case. All right. Lost 10 credibility points there. (laughs) But I did make sure to go back, play Wind Waker HD, and I can tell that they really streamlined the game because I've heard all the complaints about the original and how long it took to get to places, and Nintendo really addressed that. And I think, in general, Nintendo is good about addressing major complaints in remakes. They do take the opportunity to shore up those areas that need it. And really enhance this version of the game. Well, you know why that is, right? Why they take the time to fix stuff?
3: It's because there's the virtual console. If they're going to convince you to spend money on a new version of the game instead of the one that's like 10 bucks via download, Mm -hmm. they have to make it, you know, do something to make it worth your while.
0: Yes. Step it up. And also add in Amiibo support these days.
4: Ooh, yes. Yes. Now, to be fair to Scott, I didn't get into Zelda, and I'm older than Scott is, um, I, didn't get into, I didn't get into Zelda until quite a while after Twilight Princess was released. Scott got Twilight Princess on launch, and I didn't really play a Legend of Zelda game until maybe four years after that mm-hmm. so i've just had a, a, a fun time going back through it i know i'm losing my nerd cred but it was just not a series of games that we played we played street fighter we're working through the series yeah we're i'm, I'm working my way back um but my favorite remake is probably star fox 64 i i'm not an expert on star fox 64 as you guys probably know, I've never had an N64, but just about anybody I've known who's had an N64 has had this game. At least one copy. At least one copy. It's weird. <laughs> and so I I have gotten the chance to play this game, and going back and playing the Super Nintendo version, it's just amazing to see all of the little things that they were able to correct and make better and just make look great. We're gonna go into what's important in a remake in, in, a, in a little bit, but I just think that Star Fox 64 hits all the right notes in taking something that was great for its time and then making it classic for all time. I, I, I don't know what other remakes that I've played that have done that. I know that there are a few that improve, but Star Fox 64 just seemed to take every little step and step it up, not to just something that was good and was good for its time, but to make it good even into the future, even nowadays that I'd want to go back to and play.
0: Yeah, it's got to be up there. I think it's a great pick, like up there among some of Nintendo's most perfect games. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely.
3: Mm -hmm. And yeah, Star Fox 64 is interesting because it's... I guess technically it is a remake. You could also call it a reboot, but you know, it, it's That's true. so much it's it's one of those cases like I mentioned, it's so different that it's not even really the same game anymore.
0: And guys don't forget, Star Fox sixty four itself was remade. 3DS. Uh, oh yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I that totally one that forgot one happened.
3: That. that one did happen.
2: And technically we knew, thing.
4: right? He has Star Fox Zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. The definitive <laughs> remake. <clears throat> uh, <letters. laughs> yeah. So that and, and that one is tricky because it is. No, that kind was of Star Fox Adventures.
1: Oh, oh. Oh, oh that one hurt. <laughs> Star Fox Adventures has a place in my heart. Oh. I don't know why.
0: But <sighs> me too. Yeah. I,
1: I kind of enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> I said that on our guilty pleasures episode.
4: Yes. Yep. Yes. Like, yeah one and of the I'm, games
1: i've been meaning to go back and play i'm just kind of ashamed to admit it
4: you don't have to
3: admit it just you know turn the lights off pull the and <laughs> shut the blinds enjoy star fox adventures right. light a few candles
2: <laughs> ryan what about you um i have three of them all three are zeldas uh nintendo seems to be doing really well with their zelda remakes I have Wind Waker HD, which, for all the reasons Scott mentioned, just makes it really great. The stuff that they added, sailing twice as fast, like Matt said earlier, just really adds to the experience and makes it more streamlined. Majora's Mask 3D was amazing. I never played the original, but... From all of the things people talked about, all the complaints, it seemed like they fixed most of them. You can warp to any specific hour of any day now instead of having to warp to the beginning and just standing around waiting for stuff to happen, (laughs) twiddling your thumbs. So that's really great. And then Link's Awakening DX as well, where they didn't add as much. They did make the game in color. Plus they added a new color dungeon, which allowed you to get a new tunic, which made you do double damage or uh have the def- or have the attacks of the enemies so it it helped make the game a little bit easier that's cool
3: yeah i only recently beat link's awakening so yeah it's good definitely a good time it's a fantastic um, game yep i Agreed. love it well i admit i think just the sheer number of times you have to access the menu just to get across the overworld is gets a little tiring
2: that's one that could definitely benefit from being remade just to have like the L and R buttons to cycle through your items. But oh, yeah, just, like I if mean, that's they, just if, a if Game they give Boy you flaw.
3: more spaces just to equip items, that would th- yeah, it, it would definitely be in my top Zelda's after that,
2: right? That's uh, another reason why Wind Waker HD is so great just because everything's on the Wii U gamepad and you can switch between your items so quickly. So, I guess my, uh, my favorites would be
3: super mario all-stars both the original and the wii version it's three great games and the lost levels Um,
0: (laughs) i beat that game i like hard games
3: uh i have never bothered to put in the time
1: i applaud you scott i applaud you yeah, that's an accomplishment. I'm impressed. I just saw a blooper in the overworld, and I was like, peace, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: I mean, what what more can you ask for? It's, it's a remastered version of the, the original Mario games. And those are all just, you know, great games uh, in and of themselves. And they have all of that on one cartridge. And then you could have uh, Super Mario World on top of that uh, for, you know, because they re-released that with the Super Mario World
0: Wow, that's Um, getting pretty meta right there. (laughs) But yeah, that would have been a nice package to have on SNES Classic Edition. I can see why they didn't, because most NES Classic owners will have an NES Classic. I don't know if that uh, sentence is correct as it's coming out of my mouth. I I understood what you meant. There will be more availability of the SNES Classic, but it, it would have been a nice game to include on that anyway.
3: Let's see, uh, my other picks are mostly just accessibility thing. I love when games that weren't previously on Nintendo systems become available on Nintendo systems because, I, you know, if it's not on PC and it's not on Nintendo, I don't get to play it. So Metal Gear Solid 3D. It's a re-release of Metal Gear Solid 3, as you may guess. And that is a great game. Just amazing, amazing game. Uh, To give you an idea, I think my first playthrough was 19 hours, and I beat it in two days. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was just that good. I could not put it down. And so if you can get a copy of that, I highly recommend it. There's also a demo on the the eShop that you can try. Uh, And after that, there the vast array of Game Boy Advance uh, Final Fantasy remakes. So that would be, you can get Final Fantasy 1 and 2 on the same cartridge, and then 4, 5, and 6 as well.
4: Uh, yes, I've played uh, the Final Fantasy 1 and 2. Uh, j- just the Final Fantasy 1, I didn't dip into 2. Two's not that great, to be honest. <laughs> okay, but it w- w- 1 was good on the, on the Game Boy. I can't imagine playing the NES version, honestly. Yeah, it the NES version has me. a lot
3: of jank in it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Whenever that series is ready to wrap up, I want them to call the last game, Final Fantasy. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> not Final, Final, Final Fantasy. Mm, maybe that'd be fine too, <laughs> or that could be the remake, Final Final Fantasy. For real, Final edition. Final
3: Fantasy <laughs> HD Redux
2: Turbo or, Super or, Turbo or Championship or, Edition,
4: Definitive Edition. O- or better yet, final reality. <laughs> because <laughs> it's bastard. actually, it's not a fantasy that it's like final it. anymore. It- um,
1: so uh, Wind Waker HD uh, is probably my top one for the reasons we've already talked about here. I mean, the graphics are really good. They uh, improve sailing. So I won't, I won't dwell on that one too much for the interest of time. And uh, the other one I'm kind of surprised no one else mentioned is Ocarina of Time 3D. Just because it's, well, Ocarina of Time is one of my favorite games of all time. But for the sixty-four, it's it's kind of unfortunate because it didn't age very well. It's it's if you go back and play it, it's a little hard. the The, the frame rate isn't very good, but they fixed that, and I feel like the three D version is just such a good way to play it, and it looks really good too.
0: Do you guys remember getting a free game with Wind Waker HD? No. Oh, you mean
3: no. the the collection for the GameCube? Are
1: you talking about the the one with the Master Quest that came out with the
0: original Wind Waker? no wind waker hd if you bought it within a certain amount of time you could download Like i got pikmin 3 but you could also choose i think mario kart oh i
1: remember that yeah, yeah. it was it was a promotion it was oh. um yeah pikmin 3 mario kart yeah
0: i, I remember that okay, that was I think crazy something it
3: completely different
0: <laughs> seems seems like nintendo was unsure if wind waker hd would sell well but apparently yeah. it did and it made its way to most of our favorites lists now we're going to talk about what's important in a remake so I've actually kind of already touched on both of my points. One, that there'd be enough time that has passed from the original release. So don't, don't release it within a decade, at least is my kind of thing. And then also that you take the time to fix the major complaints and don't just do a quick port, but take the reviews of your original game and try again to, to make a 10 out of 10 piece of software because you get another chance.
2: Yep, I think waiting enough time in between remakes is smart too. Because, like you said, between Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, besides the fact that Twilight Princess, like it hadn't even been ten years yet, but I feel like I still wasn't ready for another Zelda, even though I purchased it. I still yes. haven't beaten the HD version because I was like, well, I'm a little still zelda out at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. And plus, when
1: they're when they're shelling out uh, remakes after remake, it just I feel like it can kind of be construed as laziness in a way. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they're not coming up with new creative ideas, so they're just kind of rehashing
0: these games over and over again. Right. And that kind of depends on the personality of the developer, too. Like, it definitely seems that Aonuma enjoys remakes, whereas Miyamoto was just asked recently about it, and he said, I would just rather make a new Mario game. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. Yeah. Now, what I think is important to a remake is that the new things do not obscure the feeling of the classic, mm. so that you have that which was in the classic carried over, um, unless the classic doesn't stand up, and then and then we you know have questions about whether it's a reboot or whatever. Because if you look at Star Fox sixty four, it took what was good about the classic, and then it. It really just improved on what what it was that they had, and it it doesn't it, it does obscure the classic, but that was because if you go back and play um, the original Star Fox, it does not stand up as well as the remake does. So I guess this kind of goes back to our question about the uh, definitive version, right? Um, if if the remake becomes the definitive version, hopefully it's because it hasn't completely remade itself hopefully it carries over what the other one had otherwise it's not a remake or the classic just isn't classic anymore i don't know if that makes any sense totally what do you think glenn
3: well definitely it needs to smooth out the rough edges Mm -hmm. Uh, you know if something just doesn't feel right or is a little bit clunky then i think a remake should try to fix those as much as possible now unfortunately sometimes you just can't fix things like the triforce quest in uh, wind waker you could shorten it but to take it out entirely would it be still be the same experience
2: if you took it out i feel like what they did with wind waker hd was like the best possible scenario for a remake and which is why we regard it so highly
3: yeah, and uh, they made it so you don't have to take it a Tingle anymore,
2: right? You can just use the chart
3: straight from the chest, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I believe
2: they—you uh, don't have to collect as many pieces either. Okay. Of the Triforce at the end, so they streamlined it. Basically, yeah. every negative point of the
1: original, they made better.
3: Yeah, so smoothing out rough edges, I, I think waiting enough time for the original to. I don't like the whole habit people have nowadays of, oh, we released this game last generation and now it's going to be one of the first games for the next generation. Unless it's like right, they're just it was released right on the tail end of a console generation, then don't do that. Yeah. I I don't think a decade, I don't think I'd be that strict. I I would say wait a console generation at least. That's that's my opinion.
2: Like Super Mario All-Stars, that was less than a decade. I feel like it's very dependent because mm-hmm. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe felt right, especially with the Wii U not many people actually getting the console and the Switch. Oh man, just we sound completely like forgot crazy. to
3: uh, to talk about all the stuff on the Wii U or from the Wii
2: U that's made to the Switch. Yeah. Like that stuff feels more right just because not as many people played it, so it's mm-hmm. completely fresh but games that are, like, when they come out and they're instant classics, I feel like you do need to wait longer to, like, mess with the formula. Like, if you would have re-released Ocarina of Time I don't know, for the, for the GameCube, right, it wouldn't have felt as good. Now, I know before people say anything, I know they put it in, like, the other disc or whatever mm-hmm. with, when uh, it came Legend out of for the other disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah that golden shining whatchamacallit <laughs> uh but yeah i know they did that but they didn't do any sort of updates it was literally just oh it works with the gamecube controller but a remake wouldn't have felt right then like they waited a good amount of time
3: right so scott with this 10 year uh rule you've set in place are you saying you don't want to see uh smash for wii u ported to switch
4: uh yeah i'm over it over smash bros yeah scott scott is in a mood right now (laughs) scott um i i have to snap him out of it he is currently anti smash brothers at this moment in time i it happened to me during the brawl days and I i got beat really bad he just needs to be slapped around a little bit. So so he he is going to definitely agree with you at this moment in time. I okay. would be really sad
0: if they didn't add at least one character for a new Switch version. Mm. Join and the
2: Splatoon it- crew. Oh. One of us. One of <laughs> us. <laughs>
1: okay,
3: and the, uh, the the last thing I would say that's important to a remake is you need to preserve the, the look and feel of the original. And, you know, not like graphical fidelity. It just, you, you can't screw mm-hmm. with the uh the, the the aesthetic quality you know you can't make wind waker feel realistic or whatever yeah, I, it has to be to honest feel like I, the same game yeah i be honest i don't even feel that comfortable with what they did with wind waker hd cuz the graphics do look very different from what they were before
1: and yeah um, I, I, heard I, that. I don't i don't know they i mean they're so much better though it's just it's just so much easier to play for me Well, I'm not saying that the game play isn't a vast... No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm speaking just a graphical level, like, especially, like, just the sunsets alone. I mean, I just enjoyed those so much more than I did when I played it originally for the GameCube. Just me, but...
0: Are we ready for wishlist time, everybody?
2: Yay! Yes, sir! Sure.
0: Because, you know, we put these podcasts on an MP3 and uh, stick it on a thumb drive and mail it to Nintendo. So, uh, dear Nintendo... (laughs) Please make Metroid Prime Trilogy... Has it been a decade? Am I being no. a hypocrite? Uh, well, anyway, please make it <laughs> HD You're almost playable there. playable on Switch because this is the perfect time. Metroid is having a comeback right now. We have a sequel on the way, so we have players that need to get refamiliarized, And the games are very, very good and can be left mostly as they are design, level design-wise. All we need is some high-definition textures, Mm -hmm. and you can outsource those to uh, other companies. So let's do it. I feel like that would
2: be a really great holiday 2018 to get everybody hyped for Prime in 2019 or 2020, whenever it comes out. But Mm it would be be a very great uh, introduction for people and a nice
4: placeholder for people that just want to play more Metroid. Yes. I this one was a really difficult question for me and normally, you know, I think of, you know, a wish list. I'm not going to think of any shortage of things. This one was really tough for me. Wow, you're content. I I am content. <laughs> usually when I when I think of a game that's classic, I want to I want to keep it that way because hmm. I don't think it can get better, but I'm usually surprised. Ah. <sighs> uh, you know, I I think I'm going to uh to go off of um, what Glenn is going to say, not not take his, but the Mega Man X collection. The Mega Man X games are fantastic. Now, whether they do the same thing, they have the the Legacy collections coming out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, there they were much improved over the Anniversary collection. And if they can do that with the X collection, I think that that would be really great because I have yet to experience, and I know that X7 is a terrible game but I and I've played like one level of it but X8 I've heard is actually pretty good and I really want to experience those games mm-hmm. and Mega Man just belongs on a Nintendo console now if they have to do that in 2 or 3 shots to Mega Man X 1 through 3 uh, Mega Man X 4 through 6 and then Mega Man X7 and 8 separately in 3 different collections I'd be okay with that uh, because I understand that that's the way that the games are built, but I and maybe that's three games instead of one one game for my wish list. But I think that's what I'm gonna say.
2: I, dear Reggie, please give me Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door in HD. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like the new adventure focus of the Paper Mario games, but the look of them is undeniably fantastic color splash just looks beautiful i would love to see the thousand year door with more like color splash sort of aesthetics and i would love even more to have it with paper mario one and two but if i had to pick one i would definitely say
0: the thousand year door are there any complaints with this game at all that nintendo would need to address i just can't remember any anything that needs to be fixed
3: um, well, nothing that needs to be fixed, but I would say that I'd much rather them just remake the first, or not the first one, the second game, uh, Thousand Year Door, than the first Paper Mario, because if they re-release the first Paper Mario, they're going to change Mario's design to, I know them, they'll just, to save time or effort or branding or whatever, they'll change Mario's design to look like his modern Paper Mario design, and his modern Paper Mario design, I do not... I do not like it nearly as much as the one they
2: had in the N64 game. Okay. The the stumpier, fatter Mario?
3: Yeah, it, well, you know, he, he has like these disconnected limbs now. He's kind of Rayman-ish. And oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I just prefer the original one because it, it looked kind of like you just sort of cartoonified uh, the Super Mario World sprite. And I, I feel like that just has a little bit more personality in my mind gotcha um modern mario modern paper mario has like this weird dead eyed stare
0: Hmm. when when ret and link when link got his iconic haircut Mm -hmm. cut into a shorter style they released this pdf that people could download called links old hair.pdf you just print it out and like hold it over the screen so we'll do that that we'll do that for you glenn you can hold up old old (laughs) paper mario
4: perfect (laughs)
1: <laughs> to answer your question scott i think the only thing i could think of changing in thousand year door is the four pigs the bell tolls that you have to go back and forth like from the town to the the creepy steeple or whatever it is like five or yeah. six times and maybe it's part of the charm of the chapter but i didn't really enjoy it okay yeah, you have, I, to, I, I you don't have know to fight the same enemies stressful. and it's just it's just kind of a pain
0: Yeah, I could definitely see some quest fine tuning. That's a great point.
2: In that one, I the they could add like a few new side quests, and I think it'd be cool if they added more optional partners. Because I know they had the mouse as an optional partner, but for really just to add something, they could. What's (laughs) that? Me smooths? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But yeah, I think that'd be a cool addition: is to add a few partners, even if they made it for if the old partners from the original game you could like recruit a few of them in the new one that'd be really cool too totally glenn you're up sir uh
3: this was a hard decision for me i even came up with another one while we were having this discussion and the thing is these games most of them weren't released on nintendo system but i would love to see like a, a graphical update and reimagining of the megman legends series just it's mm-hmm. only three games you can put them all in one collection
4: or is it two three it, it's three legends of Ta- tron yeah
3: misadventures of Tronbon.
4: oh misadventures yeah
3: ah. uh they're all really great games and to see them in like modern hd well heck i would just accept like a bundle so that you know i don't have to dig out my playstation to play any of them but uh, I know I'm only supposed to choose one, but if I couldn't choose one that didn't include Nintendo-made content, then I would say probably a Super Mario Land uh, collection. You
0: you can include them, but um, I mean, the USB stick is going to Redmond to Nintendo. Well, <laughs> they don't
3: have any control over that, so I guess I should go with the Super Mario Land collection, where you put one and two with graphical updates and stuff. Because those games, you know, it's sort of like uh, what we said about Game Boy games. Those games don't get enough
1: love. That's a good one. That'd be a good Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Definitely agree with Ryan with Paper Mario series. But the big one for me is Super Mario Sunshine. Mm. Um, There happens to be a blog about this on Two Button Button Crew's site. I recommend you check it out um, because it highlights why. And uh, it's one of my favorite games. And I feel like they could make an HD remake um, just beyond beautiful. And uh, I know it's kind of it kind of tears fans of the series. I don't. It, it kind of divides fans just the direction they took the game. But um, yeah, it's just, just it's just just to, quirky enough yeah. where I love it.
3: Yeah, to be honest, um, I have been on at various points in my life both sides of the fence with uh, Super <laughs> Mario Sunshine.
2: Hmm. So, but they Me could too. fix the pachinko machine. So there's that. Yeah,
1: I mean they're, Yeah, I mean the pachinko <laughs> machine is just flat out glitchy like there's no other way to describe i mean there are definitely things they can do to fix the game um and make it really good game and i feel like they could make it if they do it just right so the game doesn't divide fans as much
0: sunshine is one of the most requested remakes lately i I think nintendo will answer that before too long i hope so i will be very happy on that day this has been remakes and remasters with uh, the Casts. thanks for listening Go ahead and check us out on YouTube, where you can hear from us daily on our show there. We also are on all the social medias, basically, all the ones that matter. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to help this podcast come out more frequently, you can become a patron and back us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive content. And depending on how much you support us, you can get access to the Patreon show, which is an exclusive weekly video featuring crew and a yes bloopers and sneak peeks so what more could you ask for right the, the
4: bloopers the bloopers are amazing i mean very r- rarely will we release uh bloopers to the public and yeah. we have some pretty good ones when we mess, mess up we
0: mess up spectacularly it's <laughs> like <laughs> it's a flaming ball of fire coming down from the sky hey go big supposed... or go home right that's right yeah. that's right that's it everyone thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next month if not uh sooner check our patreon page for our goals there on podcast release scheduling and this has been wonderful thank you simeon thank you scott thank you ryan
2: thank you simeon thank you glenn uh thank you are are we doing a thing yes we're doing (laughs) a thing thank you ryan thank you matt
1: uh, thanks, everyone.
4: <laughs> oh. boo! Yeah. He wow. was the last one. What was he supposed yeah, to do? You could have brought it to back to, to
1: Scott. I, I, to I, 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 the didn't realize, I didn't know what I was supposed to do there. I, it was, wow! It happened so fast.
0: That was awkward. I guess we should probably not do this podcasting thing anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, internet.
4: Let's just not thank people anymore. Okay. Let's just be thankless.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye. See you.